Hey, Mercy Hill students, Pastor Dan here. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we are, uh, it is really weird in here right now because I am all alone sitting in the edge room uh, doing an edge message, and um, it's weird talking to yourself just to an iPhone. So I just wanted to make that, uh, bring that elephant in the room and uh, take care of that. Uh, so I'm glad you're, you're, you're taking a little bit of time to jump online, and uh, hopefully as we get into this text, you'll be encouraged by it. And it'll give you some helpful things. Uh, I believe the word of God will not return void. So it'll give us um, some help, helpful things to deal with um, this crazy time right now. I hope your spring break was, was, was great this past week. I know things have changed a lot now. The, be the, the beaches are closed. A lot of uh, you can't go out to eat. <coughs> and um, schools are closed this week too. Uh, I guess going online this next week. So um, a lot has changed. Sort of, it's a very chaotic and uns uncertain time. When when you're trying to really do a, a, a message like this, a lot of times you, you try to relate back to a, a time in the past that you can connect uh, connect students with. And so when I thought about uh, <coughs> the past, uh, there's there's been no time that I know of where the world's been like this, where it's it's just er everything is, is stopping or almost stopped. Uh, we're not meeting in churches. Uh, schools are not meeting. Uh, and uh, sports aren't on. It, it, it's an unprecedented time. And it's a little bit scary, uh, I think, for a lot of people because it's it's unknown. We've, no one's really experienced this before. We don't know how everything's going to turn out or how long it's going to last. Uh, so... We, I think we, we find we miss the, the normal things of life that we took for granted before. <coughs> um, but I think as, we, as I've thought about where we're going to go tonight, the, in the book of, of Daniel, uh, there's a lot in this book that relates to where we're at right now uh, that I think we can go, okay, I can see how it went for them and, and how uh, they responded to it. Because the truth is we can't change a whole lot of what is going on, but our response can change. Uh, the way that we respond and the way that we deal with it is what we can affect. We have 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 power over. So let me enc encourage you as, as we even look at the text. Going, okay, <clears throat> what does God want of me? What 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 needs to change in the way I'm thinking and 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 living to come in line with with the Word of God and what the what the, the Word of God says? So we're going to jump into the book. Book of Daniel was written by. Daniel, very good. You re remember, uh, Israel was o overflown, o overthrown by ba 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 Babylon. Stay away from that word. Uh, their king was King Nebuchadnezzar, and when he was, <coughs> they were in chap chapter one. Dan Dan Daniel and his buddies, who we learned are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abed Abednego, are about fifteen years old, fifteen or sixteen. So they're the age of a lot of you that are listening to this this message right now. They're just very young men. And we see a, a few things in this book, and I'm going to point out only three of them. Uh, but there's, throughout the book, it's been a book of uncertainty and chaos that, that Daniel's been asked to do things that were impossible to be done, uh, that, that were it was unfair. There were many unknowns. And as I've looked at the text, there's three of them I just want to look at because there's three chaotic scenes and three right responses. And if we can get these responses in our life the right way, um, we can not only 
be better off for it for ourselves, but we can really have a, have a positive, uh, godly effect on those around us. And so I think that's, that's our goal here. Um, in, in the first part of the book, in Daniel chapter 1, and we've already talked on a couple of these things, but we're going to get to chapter 6 in a minute. In chapter 1, we see, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting past the flu, but I'm better now. Um, on, 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 in chapter 1, that they were besieged and overtaken, Israel was, by the Babylonians. And when they did this, they, they overtook the city, they plundered the city, but they also took, the, in verses 3 and 4, the, the brightest and best of the best to come to Bab- in Babylon. We see it in verse 3, look here where it says, then the king, in, in chapter 1, verse 3, then the king committed Ashpenaz, his chief eunuch, to bring some of the people of Israel, both of royal fam- family and of nobi- no, 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 nobility, used without blem- blemish of good appearance and skillful in all wisdom, endowed with knowledge, understanding, lear- learning, and competent stand in the king's pal- palace, and to teach them the literature and language of the Cal- Chaldeans. So, um, so he takes the best of the best. He's taken the the brightest, the strongest, the best looking young men with them, and they're going to train them for three years to become Babylonian men. So that, these best of the best, the Israelites will see them, and they're going to, they're going to follow and be like what the best of the best were of their own type. So if they can, if the Babylonians can turn these guys to follow their gods and to become like them, everybody else is going to follow as well. So the way the Bab- Babylon- Babylonians worked. So we see right there, chaos uncertainty what's going to happen these young men 15 are dragged off to a new land and what are they going to do <clears throat> in chap- chapter 3 uh, we see uh, part I would say part 2 of chaos and uncertainty there's this, this king King Nebuchadnezzar he makes an idol 90 feet tall 9 feet wide made of gold he says when the trumpets and the horns and all these things are played I want you to bow down <coughs> to my idol and worship it uh, and if you don't bow down he tells this to everybody if you don't bow down I'm going to throw you in a fiery furnace and you're going to burn you're going to die so we see the idols there everybody's out the horns are played everybody bows except for three people now, Daniel isn't around, so he doesn't bow, but his buddies, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are standing. And the king sees these, knows these are smart, bright young men. He gives them a second chance. He says, hey, I don't know if you heard me right, but if you don't bow down to this idol when the, the musical in- instruments are played, if you don't bow down, I'm going to throw you in a fiery furnace. And this is what... This is what these young men say. Um, oh. <coughs> Take two. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego have a choice to make. Are they going to bow down to this idol 
are they going to honor God and not bow down to any idol? Because they understood the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20. What are they going to do? And then Daniel chapter 6, we see another example of chaos and uncertainty, right? They, uh, ba- Babylon's no longer in control. It's been overtaken by the Persians and the Medes. And Daniel is one of the top three rulers uh, beneath the king. He's one of the, 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 the king's three top guys, and he's served this new king well, still a servant. And this is what, there's, there's some that see him serving. They, they don't like it. They don't like this guy that, that Daniel has command because he, he, he doesn't even wor- worship the same gods as everybody else. He has this one true God that he, he worships, and so they don't like it. So this is what they say occurs in, in Daniel chapter 6, verses 6 through 9. I'm going to ask you just, to, just to, if you've got your Bible, follow along with me in your Bible. Daniel chapter 6, verses 6 through 9. And this is what it says. It says, Then these high officials and satraps came by agreement to the king and said to him, <coughs> O king Darius, live forever. All the high officials of the kingdom, the prefects and the satraps, the counselors and the governors are agreed that the king should establish an ordinance and enforce an injunction that whoever makes petition to any god or man for 30 days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the injunction and sign the document so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which cannot be revoked. Therefore, King Darius signed the document. Therefore, King Darius signed the do- the, do- the document and inj- injunction. Okay, so we see <coughs> see um, three very very huge times of uncertainty, and this is the first one. Chapter one: They're enslaved. They're pulled from their homeland, and they're conquered. I mean, they're enslaved. So what? You might as well just give up. When you're when things are that bad, you might as well just give up, right? That's, that's what everybody would say. Ch- chapter three, they say, if you don't bow down and w- worship this golden idol, you're you're going to be put to death, burned in a fiery furnace. Man, just 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 bow down. Chaos and uns- uncertainty. In ch- chapter six, if you pray to anybody else besides the king, if you petition anybody else for 30 days, if you do this, you'll be fed to lions and you'll be put to death. Chaos and uncertainty. Man, his friends and Daniel faced so much uncertainty. Uh, They couldn't tell how things were going to turn out. They didn't know if it was going to turn out well or turn out out really, really bad. But their responses that they have is, is the perfect responses that we should have when we face chaos and uncertainty. When we face unknown, we don't know what is going to happen. In Daniel chapter 1, they're enslaved, forced to eat the king's food, which was for a Hebrew, it was unclean, it was not right. It was the, a Hebrew was committed not to eat of it. And we see in Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, one of my Favorite verses in all of scripture. It says, but Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine he drank. He resolved he would not defile himself. Why would he not defile? Because he understood what the scripture commanded him to do. And because of what he knew the scriptures commanded him to do, he was going to follow God no matter what. He resolved means, resolve is a great word. It's, It's firmness of 
purpose and intent. It's un- unmoved. And you know what? We need to be resolved when it comes to the things of God. We need to, when God, we follow the commands of God and to obey God and to honor God, we need to be resolved that, man, I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm going to look out for my friend. I'm going to let my pride down. I'm going to be selfless, selfless and not selfish. I'm, I'm, I'm going to seek to give and not to take. We need to be resolved before the chaos hits. This is who I am in Christ. This is what I'm going to be. We see chaos being met with resolve. And man, we, we need resolve. In chapter 3, they refuse to bow down. King gives them one more chance. And this is the uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's responses to, to the king. Daniel D- chapter 3, verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he doesn't, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. See, they say God can save us. They said, and we think God will save us. And then they say the most beautiful thing. But even if he doesn't, we are still going to honor him. He can save us. He will save us. But even if he doesn't, we're still going to follow him. We're still going to have faith in him. See, they met uncertainty with, with faith. See, you meet chaos with resolve. You meet uncertainty with faith. Man, my God can and will. You know that God, God cares? You know that, that God, the same God who was in control two months ago, uh, is the same God that's in control today, that's the same God that's going to be in control a week from now, a month from now, six months from now. And that's, that's faith. I believe that God can save us. I believe that God will save us. But even if he doesn't, I'm going to honor him and follow him. See, we see uncertainty being met with faith in chapter 6. Uh, if you pray to any God, anything besides the king, if you worship anything besides the king, you'll be fed to the lions. And Daniel's, this is when he hears the decree and the law has been passed. This is what he does in Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had his windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. See, now this third instance, we see chaos and Uncertainty being met with obedience. Uh, See, you meet it with resolve, with faith, and obedience. What does he do when he hears? He keeps doing what he's supposed to be doing. He knows that his relationship with God is more important than anything else, and so he's going to keep that relationship with God by being in in tune with God. There's a a movie that came out uh, in the late fall. It's on Disney Plus now called Frozen 2. And when I hear this um, where we're at with with what do we do now? The question is, what do we do now? And Anna is at this point where Elsa, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, Elsa is is gone. She could be dead. Uh, Olaf has just melted away in her her hands. The the magic has left, and so he is now gone. She's all alone in this deep dark cave. And she's talking about the darkness. Somewhat there, she's lost hope. She can't even breathe. She can't even stand. <clears throat> and there's some 
lines uh, that say you are, you are lost, hope is gone, but you must go on and do the next right thing. Uh, and it says uh, how, how to rise from the floor, but it's not you, I'm rising forward. Just do the next right thing. Take a step, step again. It's all that I can do to do the next right thing. What do we do right now in the midst of this chaos, uncertainty, and unknown? Just, you do the next right thing. You know what? You have resolve. You have faith. You're obedient. You act in obedience to whatever God's calling you to do. So how do we face this? Man, we get in the word. We, we have time that when we wake up in the morning or when we, before we lay down at night, we've got time to open up the book of John and just start reading through the book of John and taking notes on, uh, in your Bible or on a notebook on what God is teaching you on the life of Christ or what Paul has written or what the Old Testament has said. God to start getting in the word. It's the next right thing. What do you do? Get in the word. What else do you talk to God? Can you take some time to talk to God? I challenge you, youth, make a list of all the youth names that you know in our youth group. Take that list, split it into groups of seven. However that splits up, it could be just three, three names in groups of seven. Uh, but split them up. And then pray for that list, each name for one, one of the days of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Take some time to pray for those around you. I don't know what to pray for them. Well, pray that they'll get in the Word. Pray that they'll be encouraged. You know what? You might even have their, their, their Instagram or, or, or text them or, or whatever. Encourage them. You know, there's two in our youth group that really need prayer. Uh, and I'm going to ask you to pray for him tonight. And that's Jake Bergelin, uh, who's uh, at, uh, and, and, and Zion, Kathy. Both are at Wolfson's Children's Hospital. Both are battling against leukemia that's come back for both of them. They're ninth grade boys, young men, almost the same age as, as Daniel and his friends when they were taken away from their homeland. These, these guys are... Are, are around that same age, and they're their own battle dealing with chaos and uncertainty and unknowns. Uh, man, can you just lift them up in prayer with me? Can we commit to pray for them every every day? Uh, can we, when opportunities arise, when 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 things change and become more more normal, can we reach out to them and do what we can? <clears throat> That's the next right thing. Can we we fellowship together, whether through Google? Hangouts or FaceTime or just texting groups or chats. Can we encourage each other? Not just talk about life, but can we talk about even things of faith and um, something God has taught you today? Can we fellowship? Can we love each other? Starting with your, in your own home, your brothers and sisters, your parents. You're going to be together a lot. It's going to be just, man, when you were together a lot, it can be messy. Our devotional times... Uh, uh, at the dinner table have been crazy uh, because everybody's just all there together a lot. But take the time to do it. Love each other. Look out for your neighbors. Take the time uh, just to help and to serve. Man, what an opportunity we have. Um, 
we're going to try to do some more things, whether it's through small groups or stuff like that. So be on the, the, the lookout on social media. I'm going to try to reach out to as many as I can. And uh, just know that at the church, man, we love you. I'm praying for you. <coughs> if you just uh, are scared or just want to talk, uh, shoot me a text, shoot me a Facebook or whatever, an email. And um, if you need some help, a book to read or something like that, let me know. I want to be able to help you. Uh, let's pray, and we're going to be we're going to be be done for tonight. Dear God, I thank you so much, uh, just for the chance to talk about things that are important to you. God, we just want to honor you. Uh, so, God, I just ask that um, uh, right now that <coughs> you'll you'll take these uh, fears, uh, that that uh, and uncertainty and the chaos that we face, uh, God and Lord. May we have resolve uh, to to trust in your word. May we have faith to trust in you. Uh, and may we be ob obedient wherever you call us to be obedient. God, we just ask for your help in this time. Be with uh, Jake and Zion. God, we just lift them up to you right now as, uh, and lift their nurses and doctors up to you as well, uh, that, that you will help their tr treatments to go well, that they, as they battle against this disease, Lord, that they will have... Uh, victories in so many ways. God, we just ask that you take care of them uh, and just protect their homes, protect their parents and, and fam fam families, God. Uh, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.